At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. He is Amal Shaw. Welcome into the program today. Amal, you're out of town this weekend. You won't be here tomorrow. I, uh, I want to get your football picks before you go tonight, but let's start with last night's game in Chavez Ravine. Walk it off. Chris Taylor, two-run homer, bottom of the ninth. I feel sick for people that had the Cardinals on the run line. Yeah, really a tough beat. Dodgers really weren't able to muster much. My question to you is in the eighth inning when Benji Molina was at bat, I'm sorry, Yadier Molina uh, was at bat. Why are you not bunting him in a situation where you can get the runner from first to second and get the guy over, get him in scoring position? You only had three hits at that point. Where are you going to expect to put a rally together, go for a two-run homer? Come on. You know, we can always look in hindsight and talk about what could have been here. I thought the That key... wasn't the hindsight. To me, it was obvious. Yeah, I, I understand. Uh, I thought the key at bat in the game was O'Neal um, in the top of the fifth with runners on first and second, not advancing the runners ahead of Arenado. I don't even understand why he was batting ahead of Arenado. He did nothing all night and come up in spots to do anything for them. And I think that's why the reason was they only ended up with one run. They had base runners. Yeah, they definitely did. Uh, They had some opportunities, but give the Dodgers pitching staff a ton of credit. Uh, You know, the one thing that I I wish I'd given away on the show was Scherzer under seven and a half. I didn't think he was going to go deep because we know the Dodgers, they're, they're big on analytics. They don't want guys going through the lineup a third time. We see Max get pulled after four and a third. I thought he handled it like a true professional. Give Dave Roberts credit for taking that phone call. I would have actually ignored the call from the uh, from the front office and not removed Max Scherzer, but hey, they went with him and it worked out well. Well, you pointed out that Max struggled his last two starts. Part of the reasons why I took over two and a half for the Cardinals on the run line 
Um, it didn't get there. There were opportunities. But you got to give the Dodgers credit when it counted most. Chris Taylor, who seems to be a clutch guy in all these big spots, answered again. Still, you can't walk Cody Bellinger in front of him. No, you can't. You got to take your chance. If Bellinger beats you, he beats you based on the way he's performed this year. You got to take your risk there. Let me ask you about the theory the way baseball's become. Pool host is 3 0. He's swinging in a, one run, in, a, in a tie game where you need one run to win. Do you agree with that? I know he has the power. I know there's a storyline if he could beat his old team. I'm still a guy that I need to see a strike there, 3 0. Are you kidding me? Guy's got over 500 career homers. You, you're swinging. If he's not no. swinging there, what, listen, I'm not sure Albert Pujols could get to first base on a walk in three minutes. But at least he has a, to take his time to get the first. If he hits the ball on the ground anywhere, it's fielded cleanly in the outfield that might throw him out. Listen, if the ball's hit the left field, it might be a, you know, it might be a put out from there. But the reality of it is I have no problem with him taking a shot there. And he hits the ball to deep center field, but just not quite deep enough. We'll talk more in the last segment, breaking down some of the baseball today. Um, are you surprised the Dodgers are 160, 165, 170 series favorite over the Giants now? I'm not. They're a huge public team. We've seen the success they had. They finished one game behind the Giants. It's not like they were 15 games behind. They've had a tremendous season, just like the San Francisco Giants. I think the price is a little bit high, but at the end, you look at the starting rotation, you have to give an edge. Gosman has struggled a little bit down the stretch for the San Francisco Giants. I think you look at this L.A. team from an offensive perspective. The one thing, though, keep in mind, this Giants team has hit for power all year long from a variety of areas. Hell, Wilmer Flores almost has 20 bombs for the Giants. Yeah, uh, Bueller goes in game one Friday in San Francisco against Logan Webb. Bueller right now looks at about a dollar round, a dollar forty, a dollar forty-five. Looks like they're going to set up the rotation. I'll be Bueller, Urias, and then Scherzer in Game 3. That's perfect. If you wind up in a Game 7, you have Max there. Urias has pitched well. I, I'm a little bit concerned if Urias makes two starts, though. I know his record is 20-3, and three and he's been performing at a high level based on wins and losses. But he, to me, is a guy that's really their number 3 starter. I listened to Tim Kirchin last night on ESPN after the game was over, and he said Davey Roberts had told him if Kershaw hadn't have been injured, he was going to be their third starter, and they were going to use Urias out of the bullpen this year. I, I like that move. Kershaw's got experience, the pressure of the situation. How does he respond to that? Also, you're going to need at some point in time in one of these games over a seven-game series in all likelihood for somebody to eat innings. It's probably not going to be a scenario where every game is 4-3-3-2 three, three, where you're going to be able to count on your starters to go six, seven innings and then try not to tax your bullpen too much. All right, let's turn our attention to the NFL. Every Thursday, I come out with my top five teams. Yesterday, we, in fact, we unveiled the bottom five. Um, my order... Changes a little bit this week based on the results last week, but I didn't get anybody new into the top five. Let's start out with number five. Your team, the Los Angeles Rams, off their loss at home to the Arizona Arizona Cardinals. Look, they had the big win over the Buccaneers. I had moved them up in the power ratings. Just not impressed with the way the defense played. They had another down game by the defense. They'll be tested tonight in Seattle, Mall. I agree with you. It's going to be a tough <laughs> game on the road. Division opponent, quick turnaround. Uh, the offense, excuse me, the defense really got exposed by the Arizona Cardinals. There were some question marks coming in. Losing Johnson was one of the keys back in that secondary. By the way, before you proceed with the rest of the list, do you have Tampa ahead of the Rams? I do. Okay, so you must be a voter in the AP poll, right? The wins don't matter to you. I get it. That's why Ohio State's ahead of Oregon in certain polls. Do you believe Oregon's better than Ohio State? I don't believe they're better, but if we're not going to go based on the result on the field, then why well, are we playing the games? If you get to the end of the year, all the head-to-head -head results won't make sense because ABB, BBC, CBD, DBD. No, I'm going head-to-head, -head, -head, buddy. I understand. Head -to -head. I understand. Well, you know what? Listen. Okay. Third, right. Go yeah. ahead. What do you got? Right. The Bengals up at number one? <laughs> no, no, no. That's someone else from the okay. podcast. Gotcha. Okay. Number four. I'm looking at the head-to-head -head result. I have to put the Arizona Cardinals <laughs> Of course, you have, that's the correct call. Hell, they should be number one. They're the only undefeated team in the league. So they should be three, and then the Bucks should be 
the Bucks should be fifth in your mind. Correct. Because of the well, actually, results. I think Arizona should be number one. I already know this list is bunk. I give you credit. Arizona Cardinals, very impressive. They're at number four. I think they should have lost the game to the Vikings. They didn't. The Vikings missed the field goal. Impressed with their win. Uh, impressed with their win. I think they'll continue on. They'll be 5-0. and I think they'll beat the San Francisco 49ers this week. Uh, and they'll keep it rolling. Number three, I had the Bucks. Um, this was the debate for me between Arizona Waters. Are going to put them three or four? I still think a Super Bowl champion. They went to New England in the rain and all those conditions with, with Mac Jones completing all those little dinkity dinkity passes. And still, Tom Brady was able to eat out the victory there. You have to give them credit for that. Have to give them tons of credit. They played in the rain. New England somehow did not play in the rain in that same game. So give the Buccaneers a ton of credit for that road win when they're far superior than a rookie quarterback in that team that ran for about five yards in that football game. Well, they're a team from Florida. They're not used to rain at all. Okay, number yeah, two. Only 2 o'clock to 4 o'clock every afternoon. Number two, I have the Buffalo Bills, who continue to impress, although be it against Division one double A opponent at the Houston Texans <laughs> last week at Orchard Park. Still, you look at the Bills. They outgained the Steelers in week one. They have the block kick. And then they just steamrolled the last three opponents. Two shutouts. Um, all the Dolphins uh, and the Houston Texans. We'll find out how good the Bills are against my number six team on this list that didn't make it. I finally downgraded the Kansas City Chiefs out of the top five. And my number one still, I thought this was an ultra-impressive performance. Hey, when your quarterback plays like doo-doo and you're still able to win in the Metrodome or in whatever that stadium is up there where they blow the horn and all that against Minnesota, the Cleveland Browns are the best team in football, all. Look, I don't know how to say this without being offensive. Were you drinking before the show? No. Okay, I had the, Cleveland won last week. I mean, yeah, they, they, they put up a staggering, staggering fourteen points. Baker Mayfield looked like he was playing against the eighty-five Bears, missing guys that were wide open. Austin Hooper, OBJ, give me a break. Without Nick Chubb and Hunt, this team loses that football game. The Buffalo Bills. You mentioned the quarterbacks. I mean, a future Hall of Famer, Jacoby Brissett. Future Hall of Famer, maybe potential accountant or lawyer, Davis Mills out of Stanford. Lawyer, I mean, maybe a lawyer. Maybe a lawyer, right? Yeah, if you go to Stanford <laughs> yeah, Law School, I would recommend it. Um, come on, give me a break, man. What, well, who's you your number one? Arizona and the Rams, too? No, I'm not saying the Rams belong at two. All okay. I'm saying is Arizona should be based on the wins that they have. Beat Minnesota, who's probably a team that's... Look, the Browns went in there and won. Arizona should have lost them, but they won the game. They're 4-0. or What is it, 4-0 or 5-0? 4-0. They've done what they've needed to thus far. Okay? They, they've done the job. You can make the change. All I'm saying is based on the four, first four weeks. You're kind of projecting here with the Browns. And by the way, you know this pick? The Browns are not even winning their division. Yes, they are. Okay. Whatever you say, buddy. They're going to beat Baltimore. All right? They've got to beat them twice. They've they got to beat them once. Baltimore might stub their toe. And unlike the Denver, no. John Harbaugh plays a full 60 minutes. I, th I thought his comment was he was going for a 16-point touchdown at the end. <laughs> that was wrong. History. He's wrong, though. Because you got a touchdown on a two-point conversion. You get an onside yeah. kick. You can throw a Hail Mary and tie the game. Yeah, I understand. But there was only three seconds left. Them all. Is that all there was? Yes. I didn't realize. Okay, fair enough. Three but, seconds at the end of the interception. Okay, I didn't see that. Okay, fair but enough. But to your point, why wasn't Fangio calling time? He only used them in the last 30 seconds. They would have gotten the rushing yes. yardage yeah. total had he been using the timeouts. I said that earlier in the week. I said, yeah. why don't you call timeouts on defense? Okay. I still give the, the Browns full marks and credit for the win in Minneapolis. The Vikings have moved the ball against everybody. Everybody on their schedule. And they had an eight-and-a-half-minute opening drive. They went on fourth down, scored a touchdown. After that, they never got back to the red zone. You have to give the Browns defense credit. I, I would agree with you there. Uh, to me, though, which vaunted defense were you thinking about when Minnesota moved the ball against? Was it Cincinnati or Arizona's? Uh, well, they moved it against both. Ar Arizona a little better. I mean, they slowed the Rams down a bit last week. Uh, they're a little more balanced. 
since it, you know, Cincinnati hasn't been that bad on the defensive side of the ball. I question on the offensive side of the ball uh, how consistent they can be. Uh, so we look at the current odds to win the Super Bowl now. Based on my list, um, the Browns at 14-1 to 1 would be a great bet. Uh, I, I don't Rams, think it's a bad bet, actually. I, I'm giving you a hard time I, here, but in reality, I agree with you. You don't I'm think t- they're winning the division, huh? Well, look, I think Baltimore is such a good regular season team. They just find ways. Lamar Jackson's very difficult, but in the postseason, it's a different ballgame. Right now, if you look at these odds board, do you think there's a bet warranted here? I know you already bet the Rams to win the NFC yeah. prior to the season. Is there any other bet when you look at this board at the Super Bowl right now that you think is interesting that you might uh, pull the trigger on? How about the Dallas Cowboys at 20-1? to 1? I don't necessarily believe they're going to win it, but I think, remember, a couple factors. They're going to wind up as a top-four seed because of their division. They've got a chance to even um, elevate that number. They're going to have a home game in the first round of the playoffs, Mike, so I think there's a great opportunity for them. That bet would not necessarily be based on them cashing at 20-1, to 1, but the opportunity to be able to hedge as you get towards the postseason. Speaking to the Browns, Baker Mayfield, a partial tear of his labrum. He's going to play through it. Tough game this week. I think we find out about a lot about both teams at SoFi against the Chargers. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to see this guy. Uh, your guy, Justin Herbert. i got to give you full marks on this one. Giving you a hard time earlier, but you're correct. You called Justin Herbert long before other people started to speculate how good he would be. He has exceeded every expectation. This rookie class right now, Trevor Lawrence included, they've all looked like they've started to take steps forward. But Herbert last year, just from it seemed like as soon as he got in there, he just was flawless ever since. I think I got to tease the Browns up, tease them up to eight in that play. I would agree. I, with I you. think it'll be a great game. Uh, when we come back, we're going to take a look at the Thursday night game between the Rams and the Seahawks and potential trap games in college football. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, 
and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of Odds On is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen is working to create a world where you can enjoy life on your own terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a smoke-free, spit-free, hassle-free tobacco alternative that can be enjoyed on the go anywhere and anytime, so you never miss a minute of the game or the tailgate party. Available in 10 varieties, including spearmint coffee or Amal's favorite citrus, Zen can be found at convenience stores nationwide, so you can find your Zen wherever you are. Zen's Nicotine Pouches are clean and discreet with no lingering smell, plus it's easy to use indoors or out, making it the perfect complement to your everyday. Also, Zen comes in two strengths, so you have control over your nicotine satisfaction. Zen contains nicotine, is only for adult nicotine consumers 21 plus. Learn more and find your local retailer at zen.com. That's zyn.com. Warning this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. It is odds on with Amal Shaw and Mike Palm. Amal, tonight in Seattle, interesting. NFC West played the interdivision games two weeks in a row now. These matchups this week and tonight in Seattle, Rams at the Seahawks. And then later on Sunday, uh, the Cardinals will host the 49ers. Let's focus on tonight. This game opened to pick in a lot of spots. Rams are up to two and a half with a total of 53 and a half. You know, I think part of the reason we're seeing that is I think a lot of people agree that the Rams are the far better team overall. Mm -hmm. The other thing is, though, with Seattle, it's been a bit of smoke and mirrors the last couple years. Russell Wilson, I don't think gets enough credit for how well he's kept this team afloat and just competitive. Think about if you put 20 other quarterbacks in Seattle. Mike, this team is a top 10, top 12 draft pick in terms of their selection or where they would fall out. I just don't know if they're going to be able to do it. They've always been tremendous at home. That's the one challenge you have here with the Hawks. But to me, I didn't play this game, but I lean towards the Rams, and not because obviously I have the Rams to win the NFC, but I think that they're just a better team overall. Rams need to bounce back now. It's a quick turnaround. Yeah, I played the first quarter under 10 at even money. Oh, that's uh, a good number. The 10. I like you get to yeah. the 10 because you can fade the push on 10. These teams take so long with the ball. These drives, six minutes, seven minutes, eight minutes. Look at it, the the... Cleveland ended that game in Minnesota in the middle of the second possession of the game is when the first quarter ended. It was 7 nothing, and nobody had stopped anybody yet. Well, I, well, I, I think you're using too much of a small sample size to make that uh, conclusion. I mean, that's one game. You're lucky Austin Eckler didn't, uh, they got tackled by the Raiders, otherwise scored in two and a half minutes. No, yeah, okay. You know, if, if, I, I won't say this on air. Anyhow. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> no, I don't no, care. No, I'm not going to get no, it. It's not about you. It's just a little. 
Uh, don't the, worry about it. Nobody's listening. There's a division prop up. I know you have the Rams to win the NFC. You bet them also when they were dog to the 49ers to win the West. Circa has a division prop. Yes, no on Cardinals winning the West. The yes is plus 135. The no is minus 170. You interested in the no, and not only do you get the Rams, but you get the Seahawks and the 49ers against the Cardinals. I, I would not because I already have the Rams. If I were to, if anything, I would have to yep. bet the yes just to hedge the situation, still getting a plus price. However, I don't believe they're still going to win it. They've gotten off to a fast start, and even though you know I said they should be ranked number one in your poll, they probably should have lost to the Minnesota Vikings. Missed kick there. They were thoroughly dominated by Minnesota's offense in that matchup. I think when the Rams' return trip to uh, Glendale comes into play, I expect the Rams to really be focused in on that one. You alluded to it, the San Francisco game this weekend. The 49ers' defense has been terrific. It's the offense that's been the problem. The running game hasn't been there. Without Mozart, they're still not the same team. All right, let's uh, turn to college football now. Some potential trap games, trap or treat here. Coastal Carolina tonight goes to Arkansas State. This number now up to 20 I'm all with a total of 73. I think you lean Coastal here. I do. I made a very small play on this one. Didn't include it in the plays because it wasn't – just something I didn't think it was really worth for everyone to take. I, I, you know, this is a big number on the road. Last year, they took care of business against this team. The Red Wolves have really struggled all season long. Mike, the problem is defensively. They can't stop any, but Coastal's got a great offense. They can move the football. Uh, let's see if they can continue to do that in this matchup against the Red Wolves on the road here. Saturday, Vandy goes to Gainesville to take on Florida. Florida off the loss at Kentucky. Now, last week, I think the Vandy line against Connecticut was like 14. You said it should be 17. Vandy barely hung on and won that game against Connecticut. Is Connecticut getting better? We saw them take Wyoming down to the wire. Or is Vandy just that bad? This line, 39 in an SEC game. Yeah, I think it's a few too many points. Because, I mean, if Vanderbilt manages a way uh, to score 10 to 14 points, you're in great shape. I think the Gators, you know, come out, play well early on. The question is, do they get a 35-point lead in the first half? The one thing I would be interested in, if you're interested in taking Florida, is potentially looking at the first half. I'm not going to touch this game, but it's, it's too many points in my opinion. Uh, I don't, I'm not really sure how this one falls into a trap at 39 because the Gators are winning, but I don't know about the cover. The 39, if this is a team that doesn't is not prolific throwing the ball. It's a running-based team with a running quarterback. Hard to lay that many points unless you think Vanderbilt's going to turn it over and give them short fields like it did against Georgia and got down 35 in the first quarter. Yeah, absolutely right. That's going to be a key part of this, uh -huh. I mean, in terms of that. I mean, that, that game was an aberration in terms of how they played, so let's see what they can do here. Okay, also on Saturday, North Texas. Travels to Columbia to take on Missouri. <laughs> Missouri has played three non-conference opponents and two SEC. Week one versus Central Michigan. Week two at Kentucky. Week three, Southeast Missouri. Week four at Boston College. Then they got absolutely wrecked at home last week by Tennessee, who scored every time they touched the football. Missouri laying 19 in this spot with a total of 69 and a half of all. Yeah, interesting number. Uh, this team really needs to get Connor Bazelak going. Also, the running game as well. If they can be consistent running the football, they should be able to dominate. This is a uh, North Texas team that can't stop anybody. I would actually lean to lane the number here. Despite Missouri's troubles, I think they win this game by about 25 or more. You know, your BC team, you had them big against Missouri that game. They took them to overtime with that long field goal. BC won in overtime by seven. Tennessee comes in last week and absolutely destroys this defense. Are you upgrading Tennessee at all off that performance, Josh Heupel's team? They looked very fast in that game. They did, but you know, sometimes you can look fast when you play slow teams, yeah. and that can be a bit deceptive. I, I was impressed with what they did, but against Florida, they got worked pretty good. So I think they're still middle-of-the-pack uh, SEC team, long way to go still before they can catch that upper echelon. Big game at the State Fair in Dallas, Red River. It's Oklahoma ranked 6th. It's Texas ranked 21st. Um, Oklahoma has won three in a row, four out of five. 
and seven out of the last 10. I know this is a spot Texas has been looking for with Oklahoma struggling some weeks. Line sitting at three and a half in favor of the Sooners and a total of 63 and a half. Hey, I got to take zero you here over the Shorthorns. Uh, I got this one at three. I like Oklahoma every time. It's funny. Don't get me wrong. This is a huge game for Texas, but this is the circle game on the calendar for the people in Norman every year and the entire state really outside of people in Stillwater. I think Oklahoma, they've struggled. They Outside of their one game, I think against Western Carolina, they've won every game by single digits. They will play well. They've got to slow down B. John Robinson. Casey Thompson was pedestrian against TCU. If they can limit the turnovers, I think Oklahoma should be in fine shape here. The run defense has been terrific. Not in a single game they haven't given up. They've given up 100 yards twice, but not more than 100 yards. It's exactly right on the number in terms of yards yielded so far by Oklahoma's run defense. If, if they can slow down Bijan Robinson, I think they should be able to win this game comfortably. And when I say comfortably, seven to seven to fourteen points, but it's going to be competitive. I look under sixty-three and a half here. All right, Oklahoma has been an under team because for so many years we saw these totals in the seventies and that. But they are not a quick strike offense with Spencer Rattler. They methodically move the ball down the field. I think Texas focused on the running game. I think there's going to the clock will be running a lot in this game. I think it's tough to get there. To get to 64. Thoughts? I don't disagree with you there. One thing I would check is generally the weather at the uh, State Fair is usually pretty good, clear Mm -hmm. 70s, so you should be able to throw the ball all over the yard. Remember last year we saw quadruple overtime, Mm 53-45, Boomer Sooner winning that one. I I will say this. This is a series that has always yielded big plays. So I think that's one thing that concerns me in terms of this total, but I get where you're coming from. Two teams in the SEC coming off really disappointing losses, their first of the year. Arkansas just got drilled between the hedges in Athens. Um... And Ole Miss, of course, getting trounced by uh, St. Nick in Tuscaloosa. Arkansas travels to Oxford now, and both teams trying to bounce back spot. Ole Miss favored by less than a touchdown at home. They're laying six of them all with a total of 67. You know, I thought this number's a little bit high, but looking back on it, I think Arkansas got a lot of credit for beating Texas and Texas A&M. And we'll find out how good Texas really is this weekend. A&M, we saw what they really are. So maybe there's a lot of question marks concerning them. I still think Ole Miss's offense is legit. You know, there were a couple of plays that really changed the balance of that football game. I'm not suggesting or implying that Ole Miss would have been able to win the game. I just think it would have been a little bit more competitive from a score standpoint had they been able to convert those fourth down and shorts. Now against the Razorbacks, I think Matt Corral bounces back, has a huge day. And remember, he had a six-interception game against Arkansas. This is one I think he wants to kind of erase from the memory bank and play well. I like Ole Miss here. Um, not thrilled about lane six, Mike, but I would do it. And the 210 to me on the money line is a cheap price. Let's stay in the SEC, Georgia. And the dogs go to Auburn, the Plains of Jordan Air. They're lane 15 and a half. Georgia, ultra impressive. Shut out a good Arkansas team last week. Auburn showed a lot of grit. Rally in Death Valley at night to beat LSU. Is this number too tall? Are you willing to lay the 15 and a half? I'm not going to lay it. Oldest rivalry in the Deep South. To me, this is going to be a challenging game. Georgia always runs into hiccups down on the Plains. Uh, I will tell you this, that win against LSU gives this team a lot of momentum coming into this game. The other thing is Auburn has done fairly well against the run for the most part. We saw them shut down Penn State's running game. Not that Penn State's running game is elite by any stretch, but I still think this is going to be a tough number here. The Dogs' defense is playing extremely well. Don't expect to see Daniels under center here. We'll have the Cologne himself, Stetson Bennett, under center. Can they effectively move the ball through the air if for any reason White and Cook and company get slowed down on the ground? The big game of the weekend is in the Big Ten. In fact, it's in Iowa City, Iowa, at Kinnick Stadium. James Franklin and Penn State come in. This number, they continue to take money. It's down to one and a half. The Hawkeyes favored. They routed Penn State in uh, Happy Valley last year, but James Franklin has won the last two in Iowa City. You still on Penn State? 
I like Penn State here. Four turnovers last year in this game. Both teams terrific run defenses, but I still think the Penn State offense is better than the Iowa def- Excuse me, Iowa offense. The other thing is Iowa has been tremendous this year. Leads the nation in interceptions. Uh, let's see if they can get to Sean Clifford and get him a Are couple times. Are you playing times. the game or watching it? Uh, I'll be watching this, but I think I'll take a small play on Penn State. All right, when we come back, teaser legs in the NFL. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The NHL season is almost here. In fact, it starts next Tuesday. Amal and our hockey betting experts are ready for all the action. The VSIN Hockey Betting Guide is now available with strategies and best bets for the season ahead. Get in-depth analysis from our hockey experts with predictions for teams and players, win totals, daily betting tips, as well as season-long trends to watch. The guide is a must-have with key insights and data for both avid hockey bettors and those new to the sport. Give yourself an edge this season. Get the digital copy for only $9.99. Go to vison.com slash subscribe. Welcome back into Odds On. He's Amal Shaw. I'm Mike Pop. Amal, you told me you're already ripping and tearing through the NHL preseason. Did you consult the guide first? I did not yet. I have not received my copy, probably because I didn't pay the 20 bucks yet. But the reality of it is, man, you I, if this were Doc Emmerich, he would have said Mike Palm through the blue line with speed there on the read. Very, very, very much with speed. Don't need to get into all the details every day. Let's take a look at the NFL from the teaser perspective. I think we both agree and both in our practical lives use the teaser element in the NFL because these numbers are so sharp. Let's start out with tonight's game. Well, um, two, two and a half. Most places it's two and a half. DraftKings, it's two. Rams over Seahawks. Are you interested in teasing the Seahawks through the three and the seven to eight? Uh, I am not. To me, if you like that, then I think you probably like to take the Rams at two. No reason to tease it uh, into somebody Sunday unless you love this side on a teaser with the Seahawks. I don't, it's going to be tough to see the Rams winning by uh, two scores on the road. But excuse me. But at the same time, I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a believer in Seattle. I think this is a big spot for Matthew Stafford tonight. Road game, first road game in the division here. Coming off a loss, you think there's any pressure on him? I think you bring up an excellent point. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some concerns there, but the bigger concern I have is the Seattle defense. Last two weeks, they've given up at least 30 points. I would not tease them up to eight because I can see the Rams putting up 35. That's Exactly. But that's the problem there. Uh, we mentioned the Browns already, so I'm not going to linger on that game. I think they're a good team, especially with Mayfield with the labrum. Uh, you can get the, the Browns at Chargers up through the three and the seven from two to eight. How about this game? This is an interesting game here in Las Vegas. Ton of Chicago people coming into town for the Bears. We have both ESPN Radio and the score out here doing broadcast at Circa. This game sitting at four and a, excuse me at five and a half now. Raiders Bears. Are you interested in teasing the Bears up through the ten? Uh, I'm not. I know Justin Fields played well, and I really like the fact that they decided Bill Lazor and company decided to open up the offense, throw the ball deep. He was tremendous on those balls, except the first one to Mooney on a crossing route. You know what's interesting to me is. The Bears' defense looked good at times, but remember, Detroit moved the ball extremely well. In the first half, they had three possessions inside the 10-yard line, came up with zero points. You do that against the Raiders, you're probably going to be yielding 21 if you're lucky, 17. So um, I'm not interested in taking the Bears here in a teaser. I think the Raiders win this game, but not necessarily like a lock. I, I, I think the Bears, if they force a couple turnovers, have an opportunity. And what's going to be interesting is I expect to see some blitzes from the Chicago Bears because of the way we saw what happened to Derek Carr when the Chargers got home against him. I think this total's a little low. I mean, I, I, the Raiders do not have an elite defense. Correct. Soft fields, throw the ball down the field. And, and the Raiders actually do have an elite offense. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think the Bears are going to shut them out. I, I just think it's a tad low. I tend to agree with you. I thought this thing would have been 47 or so. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I was surprised this number where, is where it is, especially indoor controlled environment. You know, Daniel Carlson, anytime you get the ball, oh, you need 40 yards. That's it. He's on, he's on my top three kicker list right now. I would agree. Giants at Cowboys. Giants off the off the win in New Orleans. Um, they're going to stay in the South and play the Cowboys. Is the biggest game in Dallas this weekend Giants-Cowboys or Oklahoma-Texas? A great question. <laughs> uh, 
Listen, I would love to say OU Texas, but nothing, no, nothing no. is bigger than the Cowboys. Make no mistake about that. This number has stuck on seven. Cowboys favored by a touchdown, 52 and a half. I'll tell you right now, I am teasing Dallas down to one. And I agree with you. I think Dallas's offense is going to be prolific. The Giants have played well at times uh, defensively, but they've been inconsistent. Offense has been just absolutely stuck in neutral. Daniel Jones doesn't push the ball down the field. Uh, they, did, they had a tremendous quarter in, in the fourth quarter into the overtime against the New Orleans Saints. That was an aberration. I just don't think that's the norm for them. Other matchup in the NFC West, as we mentioned earlier, 49ers go to Phoenix to take on the Cardinals. Go ahead. I want to go back to something real quick okay. with the Cowboys. You mentioned you're going to tease them. Mm-hmm. The money line is minus 320. I don't know who you're going to take them with. The mm-hmm. one thing I would recommend, check to see what a two-team money line parlay would pay mm-hmm. compared to the teaser because sometimes you might get a better number. Yeah, except depending- I'm, I'm taking the dog. I'm taking the Browns up to eight. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I'm right. just, mm-hmm. But if somebody else is taking them with... The Cowboys and another team, that might be the one that they're teasing. Yeah, like the down. Ravens, who are, who are minus yeah. seven as well there against you go, the Colts. Exactly. Uh, 49ers at Cardinals. This line is at five, uh, four and a half or five, 49 and a half. Interested in teasing the 49ers up past 10. Look, I'm going to be a complete hypocrite here. I was criticizing you for your Cardinals play. I just feel like San Francisco is going to be competitive in this game and they cover the number. I don't know if they win this football game, but I think they are going to be competitive enough to cover the four and a half here. So you're going to play them? I, I'm going to take San Francisco in four you and a half. You are? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I would not be interested in teasing them up. This is, for me, a I, game of where the Cardinals finally tasted prosperity and winning at the Rams. I need to see them play another week and see if they can be consistent in their effort. To me, in a teaser, I like the Niners at 10.5, but I also like the plus 4.5. I like San Francisco here in this game. Okay, Bills-Chiefs, this is the key matchup of the weekend, and it's on Sunday night. This game sat at 2.5, 2.5, 2.5. Finally touched 3 today, minus 105. Uh, with the Chiefs interested in teasing the Bills up to nine through the seven, I am not. I think this, you know this Kansas City offense. If they can get one stop, you know this this is like tennis. If they can get a break of serve in one set, meaning here in this case one half, they're going to win this ball game. I, I know Buffalo has gotten off to a fast start and played really well the last three weeks, but they haven't faced a quarterback with a pulse. Now they're going to pay uh, face the upper echelon of QBs in the National Football League. By the way, the other thing is, Mike, if Kansas City loses this football game. They will not be able to get home field advantage, barring an absolute collapse by the Buffalo Bills. They would be three games behind Buffalo in terms of the standings because Buffalo would be at four and one, Chiefs at two and three, and they hold the head to head. So now the Bills have to lose three more games for you to be able to catch them in terms of home field. That doesn't take into consideration the Chargers, uh, Cleveland Browns, Baltimore Ravens, and the fact that how many more games are the Chiefs going to lose? Colts and Ravens uh, in Baltimore, this number seven as well. Would you like to tease the Ravens to one or the Colts up to 13? No, I like the Ravens laying the seven points here. Mm. I think they're going to cover this game. I think this team is starting to get going in the right direction. Was impressed with their defense, even though it was against the Denver Broncos. Thought they did a nice job. Carson Wentz is a guy I think you can put pressure on him. He's kind of like Derek Carr when the pressure starts to come. And unless they run the ball effectively with Jonathan Taylor, I don't know how much how well they're going to be able to play. Remember, no Quentin Nelson in that lineup for the Colts. That's going to have an impact. What do you make of the game in Miami Sunday where the Colts beat the Dolphins? Are the Dolphins just that bad, or did you upgrade the Colts a little bit? Because in the second half, the Colts moved the ball at will. Yeah, they did. Uh, you know, sometimes in a game... It just goes south on you quickly, and you become disengaged. Mm. Miami still got a lot of question marks. Uh, I, I like Brian Flores as a coach, but I don't like this Dolphins team. Uh, they absolutely got worked in that game. That final score was not even as close as no. it, it turned out to be. But, uh, you know, look, Brissett's interesting to me because he's a guy that doesn't turn the ball over, but he's so scared. But then mm. last couple of drives against the Raiders, he's flinging it all over the yard. Yeah, Patriots go down to Houston to take on the Texans. Patriots off the loss on Sunday night. Now two offensive linemen. In the COVID protocol, this game was nine 
Uh, we see it now at eight and a half. Houston's been absolutely dreadful since Terod Taylor went out. Total of 39 and a half. Do you consider teasing the Texans up to 14 and a half or the Patriots down to two and a half? I would consider teasing the Texans up to 14 and a half. Anytime you get embarrassed in the NFL, you generally see a better effort out of a team. I expect to see this Houston team play much better at home in the Dome. New England had a tough, hard, heartbreaking loss. Maybe not necessarily for some of the players there, but that was a game you felt like you could have stole if you're the Patriots. Now you got to go get this win on the road. A couple of linemen in COVID protocol. Let's see how that impacts this team. And by the way, if you're the New England Patriots, you better be able to run the football. You can't sit here and rely on Mac Jones completing 28 out of his first 35 passes. I think he wound up 31 for 40 in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, you're going you're gonna to wind up in a competitive game that you don't want it to be that close. It's a lot of short passes on a drive that you have to keep completing to keep drives going. I mean, a lot of these four- and five-yard passes, the problem is you get a holding penalty. That's a great You get point. two drops, and now you're punting. Is Tony Carrente doing this game? <laughs> oh, God. Every single time the flag goes down, they have to have a conference. <laughs> Here's a game I've heard different opinions on on both sides of the aisle. New Orleans off their loss to the Giants. And remember, they were leading 21-10 to 10 with nine minutes to go. Go to our nation's capital to take on the football team. They rallied to beat the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta. Saints are a two-and-a-half point favorite. Total's 43-and-a-half. Do you tease the football team up to eight-and-a-half? I do because I don't believe the Saints can kind of pull away enough from an offensive standpoint. Look, Jameis has played well. I thought he played well against the Giants. But for some reason, Sean Payton had to go to his bag of tricks and bring out Taysom Hill to throw a pick. Come on, give me a break. Yeah, I mean, Winston had played well in that game. Uh, Mike, this is an important game for both teams. This, I think both teams are sitting at 2-2. Two and two. You don't want to be 2-3 and three and a potential head-to-head because both of these teams now, when you look at Dallas in the, Red, in the Washington division and in the Saints division, you got the Buccaneers, so you're probably thinking more wild card for both these squads. This could be a head-to-head that comes into a factor later on. Titans lane four against the Jaguars. Your opinion on this game, you could tease the Jags up past 10. I don't want to do it, but I think Tennessee needs this game. They lost a tough game. And by the way, I want to go back to something last week you talked about, and I think you were spot on. Why did Tennessee in that overtime look like they had no sense of urgency, weren't playing for a win? They just they looked like for they, a tie. Well, I think they knew people had them in Survivor. They said, we're going to sink the ship right here. What a, what a brutal way to go out if he went out with a tie. But they were huddling. They were taking their time. I mean, they were under two minutes, and they were walking up to the line at midfield. It just seemed it just seemed like they would have been content with the tie. They weren't trying to push the ball down the field or run out routes. They weren't. And I'll tell you one thing. I'd be concerned about Jacksonville here right now. We saw some of the comments from players. Uh, there's no respect for Urban Meyer in that locker room. Now a team's struggling. How do they bounce back? All right, when we come back, we'll finish this teaser discussion. We'll get the plays from them all, and we'll take a look at the baseball series in the playoffs. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.